to the Warzone Amateur Hour Podcast. Okay, welcome back. You're here on the Warzone Amateur Hour Podcast. Thanks for dropping in with us. This is episode number 37. Uh, kind of on the in-between point, on the backside of Season 4, getting ready to slide right into Season 5. Uh, another eventful week for us playing in the Warzone. How was it there for you, my co-host, the 10-Inch Cowboy? Well, 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 well. Sliding it in, back to Season 5 almost. Uh, the week was good. Um, Got uh, some good Rebirth games in. Got a couple of victories in. Uh, been playing better than usual, I feel like. Even though the Sweat Lord vibe is still out there, I think I'm starting to I think I'm starting to fit in, you know what I mean? I I agree. You know, you're starting to get those those lines forming down your forehead from where those beads of sweat are dripping down when you're in the war zone. I I would imagine if you were to check your, you know, KD, it's I it's gotta be on the fucking, you know incline not decline at least i've seen that so i can vouch for it personally how was your week in the war zone i forgot to ask uh you know my week was was good uh we're gonna talk about the main change a little later but but made a pretty significant primary weapon change feel like i've found my new voice it's like at least for me when i find a weapon that works it's like i hear the voices of the angels singing down upon me and i kind of almost feel stupid in some ways like fuck i should have been using this longer but at the same time i'm like yes yes this is my jam so had that going on this week uh kind of nervous about you know what's going to be coming in season five it's exciting but also nerve-wracking uh but a good week nonetheless had some good games got a lot of second places but yeah a few wins in there yeah, you certainly love your weapons when you find them. You are ride or die with your weapons. It's 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 your way or the highway when it comes to the weapons that you've claimed as perfect. Uh, I don't know if I ever claim one's perfect. Again, you know, I, t to each his own. I don't know. The AK, you were you were basically saying it was perfect. You were you were basically saying it's for you is perfect. I don't know. Yeah. Bertrand, I recognize that, you know, players who have issues with the recoil control that can't handle the big fuckers, they can ride like the smaller, you know, motored vehicles. Eh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think, though, the same is true about you. Like, look at this, Craig. You found your voice, and it's been working for you. Like, and I respect that. You know, I'm going to pitch you new weapons when I find them. In some ways, yeah, they're superior, but at the same time, like... What movie was I watching? Or uh, my my Lady Tron was playing a video game, and uh, I think it was The Witcher Three. And during one of the cutscenes, the character is like admiring the guy's sword, and he's like, "That's a great piece of fucking steel you got there. I bet it strikes true." And The Witcher says, "You know what? The piece of steel is only as good as the hand that wields it." So some truth to that in Warzone, am I right? What the f the hell are you talking about? I'm quoting the gospel of, you know, the video game lores out there. There's a, there's other shit out there besides Warzone that we can draw inspiration from. You watch your fucking mouth. All right. Well, speaking of Warzone and speaking of teasing and what's going on, uh, season five rapidly approaching, as we said on last episode, 
The definitive release date is going to be August 12th. Quickly coming up, this is going to be, I guess, our last episode uh, before that goes live. Wow, that's crazy. So, uh, in, in full disclosure here, we are recording this episode a bit earlier than normal. This is a Wednesday recording. Uh, so, you know, if there's any earth-shattering news or updates that happens between now and our release date, which is going to be, uh, you're listening to this, if you're a dedicated Warzone Amateur Hour fan, it's going to be on Monday august 9th so yeah if anything happens in that time fortunately not gonna make it into this podcast uh but the next one will be fully fully loaded oh it's gonna be a big one this is uh we wanted to squeeze one in we don't take weeks off here on the warzone amateur hour we you know consistency is part of who we are and we're you know throwing down pods every week we couldn't have missed it so we're doing it a little bit early because of uh a little joint thing that the Tron man and I are going to together that's going to put us out of town a little bit, but uh, I'll just leave it at that. That's right. You know, we started this 37 episodes ago. We promised you from the beginning you can trust that we'll be there every Monday and we're going to fucking deliver come hell or high water. Uh, but with that said, bringing us back to our news this week, they released a teaser new cinematic for season five and as you can come to expect it was convoluted and terrible it was really bad i can't believe that we you know we kind of went on a rant last episode about how bad the you know the cut scenes are from warzone and sure enough was it 24 hours later two days later they released something that is so stupid i don't even remember what it was about can you refresh my memory well, like, let's first off, there's a lot of irony in this. Every season kind of has like a main character that they bring to the forefront, you know, uh, in Modern Warfare, it was like that cool special ops guy. I remember in season two and then, you know, when, when the black ops integration, they had like the stitch guy with the cataracts in his eye front and foremost. Well, the new fucking character they chose to feature for season five is a hacker. Which, like, people have pointed out, I mean, people have made some good jokes. They're like, hey, you're really appealing to your, your core fan base because of how prevalent hacking is. But, yeah, she's a female hacker. I think she has an eye patch because everyone's got to have, like, some sort of weird facial deformity or not that there's anything wrong with, you know, that. It's battle scars, baby. Battle scars. Yeah. So, yeah, she's in this, like, little control room you know hacking into the zion mainframe here clacking away some guys bust in she blasts them and her main job is to upload this broadcast uh that stitch is yeah instructed her to do part of this master plan i guess maybe that goes back to the fucking satellites i don't know then this broadcast goes live she's about to be detained by like i think it's woods is one of the main black ops like protagonists and his like right hand man and they have these soldiers with them and the soldiers with them, when they hear the broadcast, their brains are taken over and they become like zombies. That's that's at least what I took from it. I, I don't know what else there is to take from it. They I don't know if it's the only thing may, I may disagree with you on is that it's not zombies. They just be they get like they take over, you know, they get they get like mental control from the the side that the girl and Stitcher on. I, I, I have literally no idea. I, I didn't see them like eating the other people so I, that's why zombies i don't know but uh so stupid um 
couldn't again back to back weeks of us talking about it uh i really wish that it was uh not the case but it is and they need to come up with better content uh and that clearly the content isn't why we play the game yes so that's i guess what we've been missing is that's the master plan not really sure the mechanics behind it or what the still don't even know what the fuck this means now because half the people in the room got like taken over and the other half were still normal so i don't know if these like they were secretly implanting chips or how that all works i'm sure they've got it really ironed out and it's going to be a big conclusion not not big old not on that one let's talk about something else this stuff pisses me off Okay, well, you know, speaking of something that did deliver that we have been teasing and expecting and finally coming to fruition, uh, previously we got the taste of it in the war zone as ground loot. We talked about it, the CX-9, which is a modern warfare submachine gun, which was mysteriously introduced in the middle of Black Ops, like came out of nowhere. You can only access it as ground loot. I thought it was pretty dope. Well, finally... That was released into the wild, into the war zone. If you log in right now, go to your weapons list under SMGs. You will see it there, though you do need to unlock it. But fortunately, like, I don't know the dev... I know the dev teams are obviously clearly split between the teams that handled Modern Warfare 2019 and the one that handled Black Ops Cold War. But, like, the unlock requirements for the Modern Warfare guns is way fucking easier. So in order to unlock this thing, you need to get two long shot kills with an smg and i think five matches somehow i already have one out of five done for me uh, i know there were some hiccups with unlocking that but they've since fixed it it should be tracking haven't unlocked it yet but i might go ahead and go forth with that you got any thoughts on this thing um i well what you were talking about quickly i'll touch on i have zero of five unlocked i have not had two long range smg kills in a match yet uh which is very upsetting because you know, I roll with the Mac 10 and I thought that I would have, I thought I would have had two kills by now. Uh, but unfortunately I don't have those long range kills. So I'm very far away from getting this. But with that being said, I was playing rebirth earlier this week and I did grab it as ground loot. Somebody, I, you know, obviously killed somebody. Um, I'm feeling really good about my game right now, by the way, uh, if you can't tell, and I killed somebody grabbed the CX nine. I was quill killed pretty quickly after the picking it up but what i when i did have it i really liked it super low recoil seems like it slapped mobility was awesome it just it it felt like i i mean and i don't know this i haven't looked at the graphs it felt like the mobility wasn't quite as good as like the mac 10 but it's certainly the recoil was like zero recoil and it really did hit hard it melted somebody especially i feel like there's a crazy headshot multiplier on it I I wrecked a couple of fools in the short time that I had it. I I do kind of want to unlock it and use it. The thing is, though, is that with season five turning the corner up here, do you think that this is going to continue to be a viable weapon, or are they just going to pull the rug out from underneath us? That's that's really the question. Uh, in terms of where it sits now on TTKs, I know J God, uh, True Game Data, and ex Exclusive Ace did their testing on it. Uh, it sounds like it's 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 towards the upper echelon of TTKs for SMGs. So certainly viable, not broken. Uh, I wouldn't say top tier, although I think that's kind of open for debate right now about what is the top tier SMG. Uh, as we said, the MP5s, the MAC-10, the Milano seem to be like the rumored best. But then I did see 
uh, True Game Data putting out a video this week saying, no, actually, if you're running the MP5s, you shouldn't be doing that. You should be using that brand new OTS 9, which I have no fucking shot in hell of unlocking. What is the, What are the requirements to unlock that little bad boy? So if you're playing on Black Ops only, it's a different requirement. I forget what it is. It's like you have to kill someone affected by a tactical equipment in uh, like 15 completed matches or something. But in terms of you're doing it in Warzone, I believe you have to get two kill two people in quick succession with an SMG in 15 completed matches, uh, something of that nature. So it's it's a it's a tall order. That sounds like a tall order, an order I'm not gonna get. Exactly. Like I I've just moved on. I've accepted that ain't gonna be in my wheelhouse. CX9 though, I, I might be willing to go fishing for that. But yeah, so it's kind of in the upper echelon. You know, I just had a thought uh with the old um the CX9 getting an SMG at a long range kill, you could just strap on a long range Milano setup, right? Exactly. I was gonna share that as well. It sounds like if you want to go for that, I've heard the best way is slap on, yes, a Milano with like a scope. And also, I guess I've heard the, the Modern Warfare AUG's a good bet for that because, oddly enough, the Modern Warfare AUG is classified as an SMG, but the Black Ops AUG is like a tactical rifle. But anyways... I feel like you could actually do that in one session. You could unlock that. If you played Rebirth and you set your Milano up, you should you should get two kills per round with that gun. If you're shredding, you know, you play five matches. It's actually not that hard. It doesn't seem insane. And I think since it's a modern warfare gun, there's not that requirement for completed matches. So you could hop into plunder, Ooh. drop in on like the roof of uh airport or superstore or wherever people are dropping, you know, put on the little scope, hit a few headshots, get two two kills, hop back out. And the other thing is you can check the progress too by going to your loadout. You'll see that it's updated. Hop back in five times. Boom, you got the fucking thing. I might have to do it. Might have to get it done. So that's, uh, in terms of new weaponry, that's what's out there. Where I'm sure we're going to have a lot on the horizon here for season five, which is both exciting and scary because anytime they introduce new shit, it can destabilize other things, though it sounds like they got a good handle on where they want the TTKs to be. Interestingly enough, too, J-God had tested the CX-9 way back when it was ground loot, and they've changed the the damage profile for it to kind of match this current level of uh, TTK. So that's encouraging, right? Yeah, I mean, they're constantly tweaking with the weapons. The weapons, they've... I don't feel... I'm not as uh, insecure about the weapons anymore. You know what I mean? I'm not feeling like there's this giant you know, beast that's around the corner that's going to completely destroy the game. Like, I'm not worried about it anymore. I feel like they're on top of that. That's not where they're missing the mark at this point. Yeah, and, you know, the crinkling of the, the tinfoil hats or the conspiracies of, oh, they released the broken guns to get people to buy the blueprints. Haven't been hearing that much. So, you know, props there. We'll see. Maybe that all goes out the fucking window with Season 5. Certainly hope not. Yeah, I hope not, but we we will see. We will see. Yes, indeed. But in terms of weaponry, as I kind of touched on in my intro about happening this week, uh, I've been hearing people singing the praises about a particular assault rifle for some time now. Specifically on our Discord, we got a user, Snob, who's been... The Snobster. He's just been, like, shouting it from the rooftops that the C-58 is where it's at for an assault rifle. That's the bread and butter. That's the, the mojo rising. Well, I finally, 
I'm a man of, I don't really like to dive into a gun when it's really low level because I'm don't like to grind them out. Like my fucking the coward. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, uh, Craig, thank God I had like five blueprints of it. So that was, I was like, okay, I can satisfy, you know, the main attachment needs until I get it to where it needs to be. C58 didn't have that luxury. I don't have, I don't think I have a single fucking blueprint for it. It was like level 17, but I was like, I had picked up a friend of mine's uh, off his dead body. I was fucking melting with it. I'm like, I'm going to give this a try. Give it a go this week and quickly realize this is where it is at, dude. This thing, it's like the Amax in its prime meets the the AK in its prime in terms of the AK's damage, but not the same amount of recoil. It has less recoil than both those. So for me, you know, I told you I'm used to riding the big fuckers. Like I can handle this thing no problem now. And you put people down with this gun. The C58 is where it's at. So I'm now singing it from the rooftops with Snob. Yeah, uh, I'm happy that you've found another love interest. Um, that something's rekindled your passion. I haven't leveled it. I think my C58's around 17 as well. Um, so I'm not quite ready for it to be like in the stable. Uh, I should probably level it up. I do like it when I've used it. It does have a bit more recoil than i'm used to but to be fair i haven't given it a good go yet i haven't had uh i haven't picked up like a, a leveled one and had a good game with it so i'm not as familiar with it at that level as you are um i'm still loving the krig that's the thing is that i have i'm playing great with the krig i don't know why i would change it like i don't need something better you know i, I really don't like i'm happy with it fully happy with it the recoil is exactly matches my playing profile I it, it, I like it. I don't need to change. So I, I don't know if I want to invest the time and then get thrown off. It just seems like, listen, I'm happy with what I have. You know, the grass is always greener kind of thing. And I'm happy on my grass. Uh, well, that, that actually is the opposite of grass is always greener. You're on the side you like, which is great. I'm with you. The Krig, very fine weapon. Those that watched our stream, we were both rocking the Krig, both putting down the enemies like it's nothing. And I mean, it's certainly, it's a great IR, but for me, like, I want the oomph, dude. Like, when I get in that gunfight, I want to be the one that has the strongest fucking gun. And when I have that C-58, if you aim it towards that upper torso headshot, I feel like a single magazine can, no joke, down three players. Like, and that's missing a few shots in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. I've. I, is this what, like, most of the big streamers are playing with these days? Is this the gun? That seems to be the gun, uh, and if you go to, you know, WZ Ranked, the website we talked about, you can look based on, you know, players with the highest KD, what's the gun they're using. The number one on there is the C58. The highest KD players are running it. Uh, even, you know, Dr. Disrespect hadn't really used it this week. Uh, he was playing with Tommy. Tommy's, like, dropped his fully kitted one for him. Doc then went on to drop, like, a 22-kill game. Uh, so yeah, it seems like the unquestioned one, which on one hand, I'm like, I'm really glad I have it. I'm glad I, I'm stoked to play with it. But on the other hand, I'm like, fuck, I've wasted all this time. Season five's coming next week. They're probably going to fucking nerf it. And then I'm going to have to be back in this limbo of figuring shit out. Yep. That's how they hook you, man. They never let you, you're never comfortable for too long that you got to constantly be working for something, constantly be like leveling, you know, that's how it is. That is how it is. Uh, but, you know, moving on to our next topic in terms of promotions for season five, I guess one of the images they released had some Japanese writing along the, the outside edge and people 
uh, translated that, and it translated roughly to Vanguard is coming. So uh, Was that in the video we talked about? No, I think it was just on that still image of the hacker girl. Um, not positive on that, but so... So clearly, the rumors have been that the new Call of Duty is going to be called Vanguard. It's World War II. This seems to really echo that. And on top of that, uh, this week, Activision had their Q4 earnings call for 2021. And they mentioned that, yeah, they have the new uh, flagship Call of Duty, which is Vanguard. That's going to be dropping, they said, Q4 of 2021. I'm not a businessman. I know the fucking business Q4 things different than like the real calendar. So not exactly sure what that frame time frame is, but I'm expecting some news soon. I'm pretty sure that means October, November, December. It does. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's Q4 of 2021 would be the last quarter of that year. But I think the business Q dude is different, dude. Well, I, I, I don't think so. I think, uh, you know, listen, let's not reveal our, our business hands here. Our business quarter definition, the fiscal year. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. Uh, I hope I'm right and I'm wrong. October, November, December is Q4. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. This is why I don't do business, man. Glad, glad we worked that out. Um, but yeah, so that means October, November, December. That's interesting. That's coming up here. I mean, that's a month and a half away from Q4. At this point, almost a month and a half away. So we should be getting some official reveals, you know, the details coming on the hatch. But interestingly enough, on this earnings call, they mentioned, and I quote, that they're expecting or not expecting, they will be as part of this new game, you can expect, quote, substantial innovation coming within Warzone. Wow. What what the fuck does that mean? But it sounds good. I don't like what does that mean? I don't know. But we talked about it last week that Warzone needs like an overhaul. It needs a freshening up. It needs a makeover. Can I ask a question? I, OK, so, you know, we've had this weird time travel backwards thing where we went from present day to the 80s, obviously. And now Vanguard is going to be World War II. So now we're going to leap back another 40 years. Is that what's happening? Uh, I guess, yeah. Is, is this going to be another time travel thing? I don't know, man. I'm not sure how they're going to make the narrative work there. Clearly, whatever they want to do, they're going to do. It doesn't matter if it makes any sort of fucking sense from a storytelling standpoint. I don't. I haven't really played any of those world war ii themed call of duty games so i don't know if there's like a character we're going to return to or like a squad we've followed that we can they'll find some sort of through line to connect that i don't know that that'll certainly i'm excited to learn about it but no fucking idea yeah i have literally no idea either i've yeah as, as everyone knows this is the first video game i've ever played so yeah substantial innovation coming within warzone no idea what that means but excited certainly hope uh you know it's it gives a refreshment it does all the things we talked about last week we don't need to harp on that but i'm excited to hear that at least they're like yeah we're gonna continue with warzone it's been a success sounds like they're at least they're gonna shake it up baby so we'll see uh you know i'm shaking a bacon baby i like it all right well you know we just kind of had a little debate about the business quarters i was clearly proven wrong well there's another debate for us to talk about here which was kind of spurred by something that transpired during our live stream, uh, which is we got a question on our Discord from a user named Chopper who had 
you know, he's a good fan out there. Shouts to Chopper for, for taking part in the live stream. Because during the live stream, you were talking about the legendary crate, the most valuable crates in Warzone. And I think you said it was a red crate. And I was like, that's a fucking orange crate. Well, he wants to know, man, are they red, orange, or gold? Settle the debate. Are you asking me? Well, certainly I don't think they're gold. They're definitely not gold. I agree. If you look at, and maybe there's like a weird thing with the game and like what's color coming out on your TV screen, you know, they have gold skins for weapons. That's a gold, right? Like that's what they like objectively call like a gold skin, right? Yeah. And that is not the same color as those crates, right? So I think, yeah, I agree. We can rule that out. We can rule that out. I think orange and red, you know, it's funny. I, I sometimes if I see pictures or gameplay it's more orange but then in that moment i saw red it's like i don't have i don't know i i think you think they're orange i feel the weird thing is i feel like i used to say orange crate i don't know why i said red in that moment you know maybe it was just they're fucking orange yeah i think they're orange too i don't know why i said red maybe it's just in the moment i saw it i thought it was red it was just you know i don't know i feel like i usually say orange red is a easier it's one syllable and it's easier to say, so maybe I just went with that, like my my you know very efficient mind just to get communication across. I was just letting you know as, as efficiently as possible. It was you know, and that you knew what it was. It wasn't a question about what I was talking about. Well, yeah, I guess yeah, because I know you know throw out the rules of objectivity of of up and down of you know what's smart and what's stupid when cowboys talking you just got to figure it out wow uh but that said i think really this is an open and close fucking debate they are orange and my you know my defense or whatever it is i'm putting forth for the court here is specifically on rebirth there are red crates on rebirth those are the crates that regenerate over time all right that's a fucking red crate the legendary crate is not that color it is an orange color so this debate is over, Your Honor. I rest my case. Yeah, I mean, that that's that's fine with me. I was just Googling it if, like, you know, COD, if they have any articles written about it and, like, they specifically reference the color of the boxes um, because I feel like that would kind of be the end-all sale, what they say it is, it is. Yeah. But I, that's a good point with the red box. Yeah, I think they just call them legendary crates, but okay, so we seem to be in agreement there. All right. Orange is where it's at. That's the fucking answer. You hear somebody else say otherwise, you send them our way. But that said, yeah, we have had some great interaction this week. Really appreciate people reaching out. We had another question from a Twitter follower, uh, Evan from Norway, which is salute to our listeners all around the world, whether here in the United States, all around. We fucking love you all. Uh, but he said, great question here. How long can Activision keep implementing new COD games into Warzone before a Warzone 2 comes out. He says they have to make a new one eventually, right? If not, they're going to end up with over 600 weapons and a headache every time stuff gets rebalanced. And they probably can't delete guns since people have paid for skins. Any thoughts on this? Interesting. That's a great question. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but Vanguard is kind of the second iteration of Warzone, right? I don't, I mean, I don't know. It's all kind of up for debate at this point. Like, how are you going to have some of these weapons in a World War II era game? You know, not that they've proven that they're very logical or objective about any of their in-game decisions, but how can you have 
you know, if we're going to be playing in the Pacific Theater and it's like a whole World War II game, I feel like they're going to have to redo all of this, you know? And then, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how do video games typically do that when, you know, another thing comes out and they have to like, you know, there's new weapons and people have paid for in-game purchases. I'm sure skins carry over and all that stuff, like like uh, character skins, but like weapon skins? I'm not sure. I don't know how that works. Do you have any insight on that? I, I don't have any insight. I think it's an excellent question. I myself have very much wondered the same thing. We've even talked about it uh, explicitly on the podcast when we were talking about Vanguard. I think one theory you had is like, they'll kind of convert the modern warfare and black ops weapons into like, you know, Vanguard equivalents. And so you can maintain what you've unlocked, which I, at the time it sounded like it kind of makes sense. I don't know. I think if there's ever a time for them to kind of rip that bandaid and, you know, close one chapter and open the other, it seems like it's going to be with this new Vanguard game. Warzone at that point will have, I think been two years in. So, you know, it's like, they got to fucking refresh the thing, start anew. Maybe that's part of this innovation. I don't know, but I feel like, like our listener said, like they've got to do it at some point. So I'm not sure when, but they've got to fucking do it. Yeah, maybe part of that innovation that they spoke about, yeah, on that phone call is something to do with weapon transitions and like in-game purchasing and how can you translate, you know, maybe it's an innovation that has to do in a business innovation that's going to like change the way in which people can spend money, how they've spent their money, how they can, maybe they get credit towards new weapons. I don't know. It'd be crazy. Yeah, I think I think something like that, kind of like how, you know, the, the tokens carry over, like maybe some sort of credits or yeah, they cash them in as COD points. Yeah. And then you keep your COD points and they just like kind of give them back to you and then you can reuse them again for Vanguard. That's interesting. Yeah. So on one hand, I, I really hope they do it. That That's going to be the huge benefit. Clear all the pieces off the table. Give us new weaponry to unlock, new things to explore. Uh, get us really immersed in that World War II era. I think, yeah, if there's ever a time, do it. Because imagine, you know, you're running around. The guy's got, like, the default, you know, little pistol like the Germans would use. And then you're, you're going up against them with like a, the fucking mg82 or something i don't know if that's really gonna it's gonna be tough to balance that on the second part about this that i really hope is you know they clear the kds right maybe wipe that slate clean oh that's what i'm hoping for the most yeah 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 let's start it over yeah let's start it over now i i i'd imagine like fortnite could be a good reference for this if anybody's out there that plays fortnite did they run into a problem like this? Because Fortnite's been going on well longer than Warzone. Like, have they kind of done that full refresh uh, with guns and with KDs? I don't know. I'd love to fucking hear it. I don't know about it. But it seems like, yeah, even though Battle Royale, it's this ongoing, evolving thing at some point, like, there's got to be the turning of the page. Yeah, I agree. I don't know how it's going to be done, but it's going to be done. It's going to be done. All right. Well, that's it in terms of questions. A final topic, though, I really wanted to dig into because we're all about helping our fellow amateurs improve their gameplay, you know, crowdsourcing the knowledge is uh, the aforementioned stream between Dr. Disrespect and Tommy. I had never really watched Tommy stream much, but one thing that was clear as day taking away from that is his comms are absolutely incredible and it just it reminded me that we need to kind of discuss like the importance of in this game having like clear objective communications is is so vital am i right you're completely right i watched the stream that you're talking about as well and that was as for me too like 
This guy is like a walking, talking, living UAV. He is consistently telling Doc exactly where people are at all times. It's almost like he's a guide for Doc to get kills. He's literally like a Sherpa carrying him up the mountain, like telling him all the do's and don'ts, where the hazards are, all the stuff. And he's just playing. He, I mean, he, the guy played the best game he's ever had because of Tommy's communication. You know, it's and it's something that like you we can talk about and you can make your teammates aware. It's like, oh yeah, let's try to communicate, you know, better. But it's like he's doing it on such a level where it's it goes beyond just like communicating. He also has like a third eye for these things. He like is aware his situational awareness and like just map awareness and like enemy like awareness is incredible. So it's of course communication is fantastic, but you also have to have that kind of like that bone that is knowing where everybody is and how to actually yeah, communicate it. Yeah, I agree with you. I think some things you just can't teach like his intuition of playing the game for this long. When he spots somebody in an area, one thing, you know, we, can hope to aspire to is like he's kind of knows what the behaviors are where they're going to probably be appearing from that's can't expect that from your teammates but one thing i think that we can all improve on is like having that clarity and the objectivity he's not telling doc like oh there's a guy over there doc or like oh watch out here like those are fucking generic yeah on me on me yeah they don't mean anything no but i can't see your fucking screen i don't know what that means whereas he's like hey directly in front of where you're looking the house to the right or like using tons of live pings tons of his normal pings all of that stuff that makes it crystal clear for your teammate because it's one thing yeah to just be given comms and it's like oh, great dude on me help i need help there's a guy here that doesn't fucking do a goddamn thing for me yeah and we all do that that's the thing we all do that i do it every time like oh fuck on me on me and it's like you're you're so overwhelmed you're not yeah you don't you just don't have the emotional intelligence to communicate properly in the moment he i mean he's also such a good player that he doesn't ever panic i feel like he was a very calm person to play with which is literally the exact opposite of me um so i i i aspire to be as good as him in a communication sense i just yeah he maybe that's something we can work on is like instead of like saying there here by me over there like you are specific you know you got to be so specific like i need buildings corners of buildings tell me exactly where they are yeah and i and i mean the tools are out there you know you have the compass uh part of the reason i guess it's not a popular move but for me on my mini map i have it set so the mini map does not rotate based on where i'm looking and the reason is it's a very conscious decision is because i feel like it's helpful if i can say north east southwest and so when i look at my little fucking map i see pings up on the north side of the map i know that's where they are because it's not rotating oh that's interesting so we're different i have my map rotating maybe i should and i've always been curious i'm like how the fuck does he know what direction it is it's because you have it locked so you can look up and just orient yourself like oh they're up in the upper left hand corner obviously that's northwest like right hand corner north yeah that's how you do that yeah even well you have that ability too because there's like the rotating that's hard though. It takes a second. But that's only where you're looking. Yes. Yeah, so if somebody's like south, you kind of got to do that quick triangulation in your brain, which obviously we're not good at that. Exactly. No. Uh, so this is a tool that I found kind of helps me be a little bit more objective about my surroundings. I know other players don't do it. I'm not sure what the argument it is for. I think it makes more sense my way because I'm fucking smarter. Wow. 
But yeah, I think I think really going back to what you said, it's about kind of like rewiring your brain, kind of reshaping your vocabulary to get rid of those generic terms and really try and develop that. So when you do give calls out, it's like you're going to be helping your teammates help you. I agree 100 percent. Yeah, we should work on that. Everyone should work on that. That's right. All right. Well, that's really going to do it for us this week on the Warzone Amateur Hour podcast. As we said, a little bit shorter than some weeks, but with season five rapidly approaching, you can be damn sure we're going to have a jam-packed episode to dive into that. Uh, That's really, though, it for me signing off. Any final thoughts there, Cowboy? No, I mean, just that, yeah, we're uh, we're going to be, unfortunately, yeah, we're both out of town this weekend. But the following weekend, I'm sure, or sometime soon, we want to do another stream. So keep an eye open for that. Really looking forward to that. I want to start doing that more. That was really fun. Yep. Well, you can expect more Warzone Amateur Hour live streams coming from us. So we will talk to you next week. And until then, good luck in the gulag. Gulag.